Hi, everybody. It's me, Angel Phoenix, and I'm so excited to announce that I will be hosting a very special event this Saturday, October 15th at the Clark County Library from 10.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. It is a very special drag queen story time. I'll be reading some of my favorite books and teaching about inclusivity and just having a good time. I cannot wait to see you all there. I hope you come out this Saturday, October 15th to the Clark County Library. Mwah! See you there. Today is National Coming Out Day and we hold space for our LGBTQ plus students and community. For some, this is a day filled with joy to come out to those they love. And for some, it's filled with anxiety and sadness for those who feel they can't come out yet. We are here if you need to talk. A quick slide on gender affirming surgeries. So there are different surgeries depending on body parts. Um, we are offering top surgery at Seattle Children's and uh, it is, um, uh, it can be done for youth under 18 with, with parental uh, consent. Um, and for typically for all surgeries, uh, insurance requires a mental health letter of support and a medical letter of support. Some surgeries require two mental health letters of support. So I'm just going to show a lot, lot more pictures so you can kind of get an idea. This is a 15-year-old that I did uh, four years ago or so. This is what the mastectomy looks like. It's a thorough mastectomy. You can see the x-ray tail. Um, you can see the nipple tissue underneath uh, without the skin of the nipple. This is just a few months post-op. Uh, this kid was a remarkable. He was on the beach three months later, topless uh, as, as a male. Um, and just really happy. And he was one of the ones that had such severe dysphoria that uh, he was cutting uh, and uh, suicidal ideations. And then as soon as he was able to have this surgery, uh, went to college and, and it's is just fully functional. Past elementary teacher, if I had a student trans, a transitioning student, I would have used the same book. Transgender is a long word but it means something simple. Trans means going across, like how transportation means from going here to there. Gender means being a boy or a girl, or a little of both, or not feeling like a boy or a girl. When a baby is born, a grown-up says, it's a boy or it's a girl. If a brand new baby could talk, Sometimes the baby might say, no, I'm not. When a baby grows up to be transgender, it means that the grown-up who said they were a boy or a girl made a mistake. Happy National Coming Out Day from your local or probably not so local queer teacher. I have a sticker on my mug that says support queer kids, which of course you can't read because I didn't put the flip filter on it. Um, and one of my kids commented today on how much they appreciated that. And all of my rainbow on today. And I was like, well, it's National Coming Out Day. Like, I had to be covered in rainbows. And they were like, oh my gosh. Um, so we talked about coming out. And they asked if they could make me cookies. <laughs> it's very cute. So I love my 10th graders. And to anyone watching this, worried about or thinking about coming out no matter where you are in your coming out journey you are valid and loved and you will always have a place here it's incredibly important for there to be queer representation in education because 
LGBTQ plus youth are more likely than their cis straight peers to be unhoused, to experience depression, anxiety, to be unsatisfied with their lives and to also lose their lives. And just by accepting those students and by treating them as human beings and showing them compassion and kindness, they are less likely to experience those adverse life effects. Now, there's been a lot of recent pushback against queer teachers in the workplace, especially in public education. A lot of people are coming out saying that we're groomers, that we're child predators, when <laughs> that is so far beyond the truth. We are just people who are teachers. And being out, having me be your child's teacher, me, someone who's out queer, out as non-binary and bi in the classroom, I'm not going to make your child into something that they're not. I'm only going to give children who are already different the experience they need to feel safe enough to be who they are. And by doing this, I could save a child's life by being an out teacher, by being a safe classroom, by wholeheartedly supporting my students and having no tolerance for hatred and bigotry in my classroom, I can save the lives of teenagers. And that is incredibly important because at the end of the day, we should want our teenagers to live. We should want them to feel happy. We should want them to be able to experience life fully. When I was a teenager, the only queer teachers that I knew were a couple who had to pretend that they weren't together, that they didn't live together, that they weren't raising children together. These two women had to act like they were not basically married. This was before gay marriage was legalized. And this was 2013. So this wasn't even like the 90s. This was 2000s. And their children had to even only call one of them mom when they were out in public because of the morality clause in a teaching contract they could lose their jobs for being gay. Now that gay marriage is legalized, teachers have less of a fear of that, but with more modern recent pushback against LGBTQ educators of the fear mongering of people thinking that we are predators, that we are groomers, when we absolutely aren't, it is more important than ever for me to be out because I didn't have someone who was out and that's something that made my life worse as a teenager. From an administrator perspective, um, perspective, um, I'd like to pass it to Ray Garrison. Um, you know, tell me a little bit more, you know, the, the, you understand, I think we understand the role school administrators have and play in setting standards and ensuring, um, you know, school staff kind of adhere to those standards. You know, how can principals and other administrators be, you know, vocal, visible, and effective in supporting transgender and non-binary students. Hi, Christian. By way of introduction, my name is Ray Garrison. I'm a middle school principal in West Jordan. But first and foremost, to, to your point, uh, I think we can all agree that the principal's primary responsibility as the head of the school is to create and sustain an environment where every student feels safe. Um, now, our I've been in education 23 years now, um, 18 years as an administrator, and, um, and things have changed for the positive. 
But uh, however, uh, with our climate and and things going on, I believe our transgender and non-binary students um, need the genuine care and protection of, from their school principals specifically um, now more than ever before. Um, part of feeling safe at school is being known by the adults, including the school principal. Uh, you as a school principal can have a great impact on the level a student feels uh, accepted and valued, cared for and encouraged. Uh, I'm sitting in a new school building where, you know, you better believe that I was asking about gender neutral bathrooms going into this new building. Um, and we were able to make that happen. Um, so school leaders need to ask the hard questions about policy. Um, if, if, you're not act, if you're not asking as the school leader, um, you're not advocating for the safety of your students. Um, I would also say that communication is key as a school leader. Again, going back to talk to your students. Um, you know, you can survey all you want, do school climate surveys, but unless you talk to your students, um, you know, that, that's really what makes a difference is that personal connection, that relationship. Um, gather as much information as you can from the student, uh, of course, without making them feel uncomfortable. Um, sometimes you can ask a school counselor or psychologist or your social workers to check in with the student um, and, and have the conversation about their preferred name or pronouns and, and aid them in coming up with a transition plan um, do that collaboratively with the student and, and their caregivers and um, their teachers. Uh, some students are very public with their identity while others want to maintain privacy. Um, so it's important to note that uh, there may be families that are not supportive to the student's gender identity or transition. And we as schools, we don't out students. Um, that's very important to protect the student's privacy. Who is behind this in the state of Michigan? That's the question that we should be asking. The answer to that question, the organization that helped write Proposition 3, who both created it and coincidentally, or perhaps not coincidentally, stands to profit from it, is Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood has 12 so-called gender-affirming clinics in Michigan. And pretty soon they're going to introduce telehealth, which means that all you have to do is, you know, FaceTime a Planned Parenthood nurse and you can get your, your transgender hormone therapy started. And they're advertising it. There's a Twitter account called Eyes in the Classroom who did a great job finding this video. It was a video Planned Parenthood put out, but it wasn't very widely circulated until, until Eyes in the Classroom posted it and made it go viral. This is how Planned Parenthood is advertising their transgender hormone therapy to children. There's no one-size-fits-all puberty experience. If you're trans, intersex, or non-binary, know that you're not the only one feeling confused. For some intersex people, puberty may start later than age 14. You might experience some of puberty's changes and not others, and your body may or may not go through puberty on its own. There are medicines you can take to help your body start the process, like hormone replacement therapy. Some people decide on hormones or surgeries to help their bodies match up to their gender identity or how they feel inside about themselves. <laughs> Your gender identity is real 
you should be the one to decide what changes you want to make to your body. If you're transgender or non-binary, you may find that your puberty experiences don't line up with your gender identity or how you see yourself. That feeling can be uncomfortable, scary, and stressful. If that sounds like you, know that you're not alone. There are medicines you can take to delay puberty for a while. They're called puberty blockers, and they work like a stop sign by halting the hormones testosterone and estrogen that cause puberty changes like facial hair growth and periods. Puberty blockers are safe and can give you more time to figure out what feels right for you, your body, and your gender identity. You don't have to have all of the answers right now. So remember, it's all a work in progress, and it may take time to figure out what feels right to you, but talking to a trusted adult and a nurse or doctor may help. Want to learn more? Go to PlannedParenthood.org teens. How evil is that? Planned Parenthood has a specific website for teenagers where they are just trying to put the teenager in the pipeline to profit for Planned Parenthood. If we can't get you with abortion, they say, we'll get you with trans hormones. Maybe it should come as no surprise to us that the organization that profits off of butchering children in the womb are also willing to butcher children outside the womb just in a different way. It's, it's hideous. It's disgusting. And Planned Parenthood is behind Proposition 3. They're both behind the proposition that would allow children to obtain trans hormones without parental consent, and they profit off of getting teens and young people transgender hormones at their clinics. And they're the largest provider of sex ed, so-called sex ed, in the public school system. Planned Parenthood is beyond evil, beyond evil. My friends, the midterm elections are less than a month away. We're weeks away from the midterm elections. We have to take back our country. We have to take back state legislatures. We have to take back the governor's seats in red and blue states. We have to take back the Congress and the Senate, or the House of Representatives and the Senate, the entire Congress. Our children are at stake. That's problem 